Different vibe. It wasn't my style. It's like a sip Merlots, you know, on the Vista type. I, she was being very artsy and creative. You don't like that in people. I'm not saying that I'm a creative person, but I feel like she. It wasn't my style. I don't think it was a good piece of work. But guess what is a good piece of work? This podcast. What's right. going on, everybody? This episode number twenty-six. <laughs> Noah Lines checking in Here with the was, What's good? Want to drop the Twitters, Instagram? Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and what's really going on. Make wow. sure you follow us on Twitter I'm underscore w, wrgo. Uh, make sure you subscribe on Apple Music and what's really going on. Uh, SoundCloud, what's really going on? Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. We about to hit this 2K real 2K, quick. 2K, yeah. 2K bands when we get it. Also, shout out to the uh, everybody. You also really follow the Twitter because when me and Henry get going, it's, we be going. It's a good. Oh good yeah. Follow. Make sure you follow all uh, social medias because, like, it's Women's History Month, of course. And, like, on our Instagram, we're actively, like, shouting out um, women we've Daily recognized. Zendaya, Marcia, Marcia, Martin, uh, Shirley Chisholm. Chisholm. We've done, like, several more. So just check that we out. Got, we got more coming. And we're very active on the Twitter. So, yeah. Y'all should follow. We're, I, I, we're a good follow. You know what I'm saying? We are. We keep your timeline live and enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? We crack it up, keep you informed. And just think about it like this. You can be one of those people who are like, yo, oh, you following them now? Psh, I was following them back in 2019. Right, right, right. You, you right. 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 Remember when? We need like a name for our like core group of followers. What's that going to be? <sighs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> All right. So we're going to break it down. There hasn't been too much going on in the news. We thought, you know, we... Dibble and dabble in different things. You know, we did a little mailbag for the folk. I don't know. We're going to point the camera. Shout out to the people who <laughs> actually responded. Because, you, know, you know, we on YouTube now. Aha. Oh, yeah. Make sure you follow the YouTube page. Y'all should do that. So, we're going to break this down. So, um, shout out to Mackenzie. Yeah. Shout out to our producer. Shout out to She know. threw this in our little uh, chat. Um, so, reports have surfaced that uh, for the second time in 12 years, um, Basically, there has been someone cured of HIV/AIDS. It was through a um, bone marrow transplant, which is interesting um, because it's unlikely to be a realistic treatment option in the future. Which you know, we're not doctors, so that kind of flies over our heads. So, shout out to the doctors. You know, tweet at us, Texas. What's up? Let me know what's going on. Come um, to the podcast. Shoot. Uh, so, you know, since you know we're 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 going after the black, you know. Young professionals. You know what I'm saying? We try and, to keep know, our try, peers yeah, informed. Right. Uh, so, Rain LaCopeland, who's the president and CEO of the Black AIDS Institute, she said, she had an interesting quote. Um, she said, We know that black people don't achieve viral suppression in the way uh, our other counterparts do. So, we have to make sure we do the other work to ensure that communities that need these resources are receiving them. This is not the end, but it's an important step in getting there. And she also highlighted, Government funding is key in research. Aha, but, you know, Trumpito, you don't really be funding science and research. Yeah, that's Trump. But <laughs> um, So, yeah, uh, I think it's, like, it's cool that this has, like, taken off. They have possibly found a cure to AIDS, HIV, um, because it's, like, an epidemic uh, for black people, especially in Atlanta, where I'm from. So, in like, D.C., where I'm from. You're right. So, yeah. it's like, yeah. Uh, it's cool, but it is good that you point out, and she points out, uh, Copeland, that it needs to be government funding, like, pushed behind it. 
No, I mean, I think it, there is definitely two. Uh, shout out to the homie Lamar, who's yeah. Also in studio, yeah, right, you know right, what I'm saying. Right, he here chefing it up. He, he know, might, he know. might come in once. He definitely gonna come in on yeah, the next he, topic he for yell sure. Across the room, so shout out to Lamar. Um, but no, I think like what you said, like in Atlanta and, and in DC, I think a lot of it is key that it's like it's research, but it's also having people who do like community outreach and right, marketing, right, right, so right. people can get to those kids in schools, and yeah. people can get you know to the communities where people aren't really reaching out to them, right? Because like, you know, like it's a Drug called PrEP that's supposedly yeah. uh, supposed to prevent getting the um, disease. And, like, a lot of people don't know about that. So, like you said, with the marketing, you know what I'm saying? Hit me up for all marketing needs. You know what I'm saying? But besides that, yeah, it's important that people are informed. There's grassroots campaigns. There's uh-huh. government funding. There's uh, classes that are teaching you how to actually in take schools, things. Right. In schools. Uh, sexual education is in important. Schools, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so, like, it, this is good, and it's definitely effective, especially for our people. So, yeah, uh, yeah it, our producer wanted to, like, spotlight the fact that uh, Dr. Uh, oh, CB. Yeah, Dr. CB, yeah. You know, uh, I, so, I got on my Nation of Islam theories in the chat, I believe. <laughs> so <laughs> he, like, is supposedly had a cure, a naturalistic cure for AIDS, like, a long time ago. And when this is, came out, it was a lot of backlash on that. But, like, he's dead now. Um, I don't know a lot yeah. about him or about that, but I know, like, he worked with... Um, left eye from TLC and like she he was into like naturalistic medications and that's the whole controversy from our people that comes behind this is like bruh it's big cheers yeah. this just trying to profit off the pharmaceutical industry and that's like that's cured the, and Tupac I saw him yeah, on that taco bell yeah man. and then like, that's the like I guess that's the more interesting part about this too like how the pharmaceutical industry will end up profiting off of this I was about you know, yeah healthcare oh. is a million dollar corp billion dollar corporation so billion yeah, uh, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how the government gets involved in funding. It's going to be interesting to see how, how pharmaceutical the right, yeah. part is that because that's a big thing right now with like all presidential candidates how they're pushing or no, uh, they're pushing to regulate press, drug prices. right regulating yeah. drug prices, especially in the Senate. Um, they're pushing for certain legislation. Uh, out, Henry out here with the info. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, it's cool. It, it's yeah, cool. It's a good thing. That. So we'll keep you posted if anything is that. Um, this we regret. This, we regret. Uh, why are we talking about this? I, I kind of don't know at this point. But yeah, we're gonna play the clip, and again. we're gonna we're gonna talk about it in an interesting way. We ain't gonna be basic. I have a very interesting perspective. I feel. But I take like, Henry coming up. All right, come on. Uh, is it gonna play? There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. There. You go. Hold on. Hold on. No. 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 All right. Don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all kill me with this. Why would this man get on national TV and do all of this? Um, Boom! That's the main conversation. I, I did not 
uh, watched this interview. I'm going I to did not get every clip. I, I watched it. Either. I seen clips on Twitter. I seen y'all. I saw about that it. clip. I was unfollowing people all day. I was muting words all day. It was getting on my nerves because, like, the problem with us as a people, we make things too much of a joke and a meme. This is a serious, serious issue. Shit, serious shit. Like, if if he actually has a cult, and let's talk about it on um, the Patriots. Um, owner uh, yeah. was supposedly, you know what I'm saying, just got press charged in Florida for having a similar issue, a cult. Let's see how the media plays his situation out. That's my take on all of this because we know what's going on with R. Kelly. But like highlight those of what we don't know. You know what I'm Me too Pretty was a whole movement. Main example when I when you went when Taraji B. Hensley got blasted because she searched mute R. Kelly and then she searched mute Harvey Weinstein and she compared the like number of posts, people wanted to like blast her because oh she's trying to support this black man and da da. Nah, she's trying to help you realize that the media is continuing to paint black men as predatorial and like you know what I'm saying? These I agree with that. people who, you know what I'm saying, just come in and just wreck up shot like we're not, we're creatures, we're animals, and they continue to paint that picture. I'm not saying R. Kelly shouldn't go to jail. He no, should go like, to jail. I don't think CBS should be sitting here exploiting this shit, and I don't think like the parents should not be held accountable. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, so we're not, not going to get into that. I think, I think what you said is interesting. I think, like, I think if we kind of classically say, like, two things can be true at the same time. Like, I think that the media does kind of take that, that mantle of, like, oh, here's the black person who's acting crazy and doing all this crazy stuff. But I think, and, like, we tweeted like this. Like, I think from the account, which you should follow, underscore, at WRGO. Yeah. Drop that again. Um... I, I said, you know, and I commented under CBS's thing from the account. I was like, you know, no one wins from this. And I said, R. Kelly's perspective is not one that's worth hearing because his truth is being told through the people who he molested. Right. And then the court, <laughs> he's going to court. He just got arrested again yeah, right. uh, for like uh, child support. Right. Yeah. So it's like, so like we don't, there's no value in hearing his story. At and all. like from, from CBS's perspective, what are you gaining from highlighting this? I, I mean, I mean, of course, they're getting clicks. We're talking about it, right? right but in right. the general sense of, there's other stuff that you can focus on, right? Just in the general sense, and in and on some real shit, you're giving a, I wouldn't say convicted, but you're getting a credibly accused pedophile a platform on national TV. Why? And that's not okay. Why? 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 That's not okay. Why? I, I personally don't think they should do the interview. And then there it's another interview coming out with the girls. Right. Um, and then even worse, they're giving R. Kelly a prime time on Friday. I ain't know about that. <laughs> they're giving him a prime time interview. Why one, why is the media dragging this issue out to the point where like me, I don't care. I don't care. But I he, hope he gets his like justice is served in court. He need to go to jail when he's proved to done this stuff. Yeah, like my thing is R. Kelly needs help, but he can get that through jail. 
He can get that in prayer. I heard the clip he of him that saying prayer. that the help he needs is because I have a big heart or something. Like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, our take, yeah. well, my that, personal yeah, take I'm, I'm is the media dragging it out for no reason. That we like It's clickbait at this point. I definitely think he needs to get his damn court. Um, yeah, that's it. Boom. Next. Um, uh, I guess since we talking about Chicago, we might as well tell you about uh, Jesse Smollett. I'll let you know. <laughs> he was a big topic. I'll let you know. So, um, TMZ released that... They're a credible source, right? <laughs> that's a joke. More than you would think. No. More than was, you would think. Their, but, their yeah. lawyers work there. Um, but anyway... Uh, okay. That's proven. But anyway... Okay. Uh, <laughs> point is... Um, the Chicago PD are now under investigation because they were like leaking basically incredible information to the media. And when that happens, of course, an investigation has to launch off. Um, they're basically releasing like personal information about him. Right. Or that you wouldn't. It's kind of like if you were in the hospital and all of a sudden your nurse is putting your medical. The, the cover page of your medical record is on, you know, right. Atlanta News 1. You'd be uh, like, wait, what the hell? People got fired from the hospital from like looking at his medical documents. That's like the whole uh, Howard scammer joint. Yeah, right. <laughs> you get a bag of somebody put your shit out there. But yeah, unlawfully. I guess we would keep y'all informed on that. But something with well, this not important either. Next. <laughs> but yeah, like all things Trump. All things Trump. Can you uh, can you do me a favor? Can you get a we need to get like ad libs for the next time because like for this I wanted to put like the funk flex bomb. Just oh put the God. all right, never mind. Um so yeah, so elections have consequences, as we said, you know, Trump got in office and started wilding out. Twenty eighteen, we kinda you know, we making some headway. So after the explosive testimony by Michael Cohen, and y'all should follow y'all should have followed the Twitter that day because we were we, we were, were all on one. Yeah, we were yeah, on one. Yeah, yeah. Um so basically, the investigations are heating up, and Trump's now feeling the heat. Um, the Judiciary Committee basically served uh, subpoenas to everybody and their mama involved in Trump. They served, they requested documents from That's 81. That's the only thing he really did. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, they requested documents from 81 people, organizations, and companies tied to investigations. Um, the, DA, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Nielsen was getting that ass handed to her by the committee today um she faced tough questions over family separation um the homie Robert robert muller is about to come out with that uh russia mixtape any week now we're gonna wait on that i'm gonna listen we'll see what does this all mean i think that's the big question because i know we were hyping up the con committee the con testimony i think it was important but like does it matter i think that's what i struggle with personally because like a lot of the stuff like what that was was the thing is because i watched it while I was watching it, the most important thing that came out of that was Elijah Cummings' like final statements on it. But shout out to the Pratt. But besides that, um, yeah, like he wasn't really saying anything that like blew up the spy and was like, right. Oh, like the only thing he that was really like, oh okay, was like that he came with like the receipt of the check, right? But other than that. Or, and like, then his like opening little. Uh, but even then, that's why I say like, does it matter? Because he's like, oh, Trump said only black people can live here. Yeah, here. that so, was like yeah. if you would have said that to me, like, oh, Trump said that, I would be like, hell yeah, yeah, he said said, that. yeah. And then I guess the main thing, especially how the Republicans were trying to go about like questioning him, they were basically trying to make him seem incredible. 
Like, basically, basically calling him a liar. Right. And then I saw and one. Then saying how you worked around this man for 10 plus years and you weren't used to his tactics. And now you're saying, like, what, what's up with this? Like, why are you yeah. switching up? Uh, so it was interesting to see how how they went their strategy about yeah. going about that. Because I saw one tweet where it's basically like, I don't find I find the Republicans logic confusing. They're basically saying, hey, the president's they're not disputing that the president's a liar. They're basically saying like, hey, you lied for the guy who's a liar. So basically, you're a liar. And it's like, basically, wait, basically, basically, but I was lying for the. Uh, yeah, he lied. was saying I was lying for him. So right. I'm going to jail anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's that, I guess that that was the most like he. Owned up to, he's like, I I know what I did. I know I did wrong. And he had nothing to gain from being there. Right. He's not going to get a reduced jail time. Exactly. And he, he, and that was my, that's what kept irritating me too, because they continued to ask him that. Like, you know, you're going to jail. Right. And do do you think this testimony is going to help you in any kind of way get a lesser sit? He done said this more than one time. (laughs) Like, my wife and kids here. What's wrong with you? Come on, man. Nah, so I think that's interesting. I just think. You know, we talk about these investigations and like a lot of the stuff with Trump, I feel like it's very important. But what does it matter in terms of how people see him? I think that's mm. something I struggle with. Yeah. Not really. Mm. So next, you know, we're going to get into Henry's probably most hated topic that's going to drive him crazy and off the wall for the next mm, <laughs> next like year and a half. <laughs> right. No, it's not um, going to drive me crazy. It's just like right now, it, it's just like uh, every why? week is going to be something new. You get a candidate. You get a candidate. Basically... <laughs> Uh, so basically, this part of the doc I have called 2020 candidates or 2020. 2020 candidates, yeah, right. 2020 candidates. So this week, uh, current and former governors Jay Inslee, who's the current governor of Washington, and former governor John Hickenlooper of Colorado announced their intentions to run. Um, they're kind of, you know, on the fringe of, I don't think they can win. Jay Inslee, he's kind of like the climate guy who's going to try to fight for you know climate climate change and the green new deal that's really popular now and john hickenlooper is kind of going to fight for like that moderate type wing like i'm not really progressive but i think you know i'm the right person for the job so i think should we be worried about a number of candidates because I this is what happened in 2016 <laughs> or uh, like yes and, or but the, now oh, it's no, getting worse right for the republicans yeah. so we're gonna get a boo-boo candidate <laughs> No, the thing is, is like we're gonna be too fractured. It's too us as a Democratic Party is broken right now, especially because you have you got governors of Virginia that's doing black blackface. What? Yeah, and And I'm refusing. He ain't going. I'm refusing (laughs) to step down. So it's like us as a not us because I'm not a Democrat. Let me be clear. I'm not a Democrat. I know where what my best interests lie. But talking about how story died. Right, Man, I ain't seen that right. piece in a little while. But he's still there. Just to let y'all know, Governor Northrum in Virginia, he's still there. But point is, um, point is, it's too many candidates. I we need a focus. Like we need to, like like I said before though. Like right now, everybody just gonna be like, pick me, pick me. I want to run. I want to run. And then as. It continues and like the primaries come and like people get behind the pollings go and the rates and all of that. You, y'all know how well you know better than not how it works. But point is, uh, a lot of people are gonna fade out. So right now, this is a lot of distraction for millennials because I feel like people don't actually investigate these candidates enough. And it's just too many candidates to look into. So they're like, right. well, I'm not going to look into 30 right. candidates. So and why not gonna, right. And we're the, besides black women, 
it's black women and millennials that are leading the Democratic Party. So if you're not targeting those two people, you have a hard shot of winning. Right. Or you can't. Like, my theory is if you can't, that's like, I mean, we talked about it last week with Bernie. Like, if you don't get people in the South and people in big cities, you ain't going to win, dog. But then I saw another thing that said, basically, if all these candidates are running and it's basically whoever can get 25%, that can lead to anybody getting it. Because we're so fractured, and I think that, like... But that's the problem. Right, and, like, I think I tweeted out, like, okay, we're getting to the point where, like, if this was, like, a sport, you can't have, like, okay, we're going to have the varsity debate at 9. Okay, we're going to have the JV debate at 7. That's what it is. And we're going to have the freshman Freshman team debate at 5. Literally. Like, we can't, Literally, 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 that's what's happening. That's literally what's happening. Like, you can't have eight candidates polling at below 1%. Going at the at the senior citizen debate at four thirty, with no one there. You can count one more big person may get in this race. I think there are. I think there are two. Who are two? Biden. I know him. Yeah, and remember the guy from Texas. Oh, Beto. I don't think he is one of the. Somebody at my firm was saying this, but I like. I think he's too young. He's too fresh. Like he's been in the city. Biden might be too old. We talked about this last time. He only like 77. Trump is... No, Trump 77. No, Trump is, No, he's not. He, bro, we literally... This is like great audio podcast. 72. I was up by a couple years. Trump is a 72. Couple, up by five. Wow. Wait, okay. That's Blame a him. couple. That's a couple. Get to the next thing. Biden is 76. That means he would be like 70. <laughs> by the time. All right. Okay, I ain't saying nothing. You all... Look, anywho, so next, um, I'm gonna play this clip for y'all, then we gonna get into the big facts. Old Stephen Clark. They run to Clark's home. The officers spot Clark. Hey, shut up! Stop! Stop! At this moment, Clark is at the side of the house. Then Clark drops to his hands and knees. They continue to fire. So, uh, that was Stephon Clark. Uh, if you don't know, recently the district attorney and the California State Attorney General both declined to press gen- charges uh, against the officer who killed the 22-year-old man last year. Um, per it's the wrong. clip. I mean, that video is wrong. Right. That video is wrong. Right. By the clip, to me, that's the no, problem, no. bro. That's the problem. That's the problem. These officers are not being held accountable. I literally just witnessed less than a week ago a man getting jumped by Heisville police at this gas station. Why? Don't know. I walked up into the altercation, but I witnessed it. Police are not being held accountable for this stuff. One of the police officers looked at me because I started recording it. Of course, me being me, um, looked at me, going to look me up and down talking about what? I bit my lip, turned my face, called my mom and started cussing her ass. Cause she, 
Durant, take your ass home. But point is, um, <laughs> it's crazy how officers, like, they walk around with this mentality. Oh, I can do what I want to do. And you're not going to. But I just think, like, in, in this case, this is a this is bad. Really bad? Did you think, listen to that? Because, one, like, on a practical level, that body can is clear as hell. Got color in it and everything. And then you have the overhead view from the helicopter. He was not he, a threat to anybody. But then they capping him when he's already shot. Right. You could have shot one or two times, shot him in the leg, something. But, but I mean, you I, fired I just, multiple. That was at least six shots. And I think I haven't read the report from um, from what you call it from the from the state attorney. From the, um, from the attorney general, but I would love to read it and just find out what the rationale is behind them just kind of saying they're good. And I'm like, of course that happens where I think we give we give deference to the people in power for whatever reason, just because like, oh, they're in a tough spot. It's like, okay, no, you're not. Right, it's, it's not, not that hard. It's, it's not, not that hard. It's um, same thing that happened with Chicago when they covered up the investigation. That's why I was worried about the Jesse Smollett situation because it's a culture. It's police culture. They protect each other. And, of course, if you're a prosecutor and you're consistently working with these police, you're going to protect this It's person. in your best interest to right. not piss them off. Exactly. Man, because when you got a case and they got some type of incriminating evidence, you gonna have to hit her up and be like, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? Return that favor, or just make your life. It's basically, yeah, you don't want to make your life harder." And I think the people of Sacramento are clearly they're pissed about this, and rightfully so. Um, you know, we just watched a video of someone at the city council. They basically had a protest at the city council. Someone yeah. was like, "Yo, y'all need to do something right. about this. Like, y'all need to get on this state, on the attorney general, get on district attorney." Y'all need to have another investigation into this because this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And he was basically really. highlighting all the abuse that he faced in Sacramento. Right. That's and, what, yeah, yeah. In a city yeah, that's yeah. supposed to be liberal, in a state that's supposed to be liberal. We talked about this with Kamala Harris. Like, even the most, it doesn't matter if you're in a red state or a blue state, it doesn't matter. Like, these abuses still happen, and it's up to. The it's a kind of like officials, we can, right. you know what I'm saying? And your like elected can, officials, your attorney general, your uh, uh, police chief. We we elect those people, and that's why local elections are so important. That's why, like us as people, we got to get more involved into these things because, like prosecutors and all of that. You know what I'm saying? It's a way to hold them accountable. Yeah. Um, I'll look at the camera this time. Shout out to my boy uh, Dexter, who that's from the mailbag. Okay. <laughs> go. What else we got? Go to the mailbag. Oh, we, are we going to talk about the next joint though? So, I mean, we already talked about the R. Kelly joint. Shout out to Amir for the for the R. Kelly joint. We he 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 messaged us about that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't want to talk about more. I don't. I don't either. So we good. We can move on to the. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lamar who's really restraining himself for Yar Kelly, man. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay so we're gonna play this clip and we're gonna get y'all on out of here. You watch him grow. And you start to think you did a good job. And then one night, you look away. 
So that was um, Army of Blue up in Harlem. <laughs> it's done, my bad. Uh, so that was um, a new project from Ava DuVernay. I remember way, way back when we announced, or not we announced, we highlighted that she was moving on. Um, she was going to be doing some work with Netflix and a big deal. Her, you know, they made a big push for like her and Shonda Rhimes. So they're cooking up stuff. And now we finally got to see like what Ava DuVernay is cooking up. Um, so basically, that was the, she released a trailer, I think, on March 1st for a four-part series that's called uh, When They See Us. Um, and that's going to be the story of the Central Park Five. Which is interesting because, you know, y'all president wrote a whole oh, article in. in the New York Times. And that's that's what kills me about people in Donald Trump because I was a kid and knew about this. So how do you not know? Anyway, um, I, I think it's cool that she's putting this out, pushing this story, letting it be seen and painted for what it actually was. Um, definitely think she's like, haha, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, put, like, saying something about the president. And for those who don't, calling him out rather. Right. And just for those who don't know, the Central Park Five were five black and Latino boys in New York in 1989 who were wrongfully accused of rape. Just the. And that's the big thing with. Oh, yeah. And I think, but I think, like, in, in reading kind of Duvernay's purpose, I think it makes the, it makes the series even more interesting because. Well, I mean, one is going to be released on May 31st. Um, and it's not just going to talk about, like, it's going to span the whole series. is going to basically be, like, 25 years of their life. It's going to be when they were first questioned in 89, when they were um, exonerated in 2002, and then when they got a settlement from New York City in 2014. And I think the quote, she said, um, Corey, Anton, Raymond, Kevin, and Yusef, who are the five boys, or, or then boys, um, also tell the story of many young people of color unjustly ensnared in the criminal justice system. We wanted to reflect this perspective in our title, embracing the humanity of men and not the politicized moniker. And like, that's some powerful shit. <laughs> Boy, it's just how you just say that statement. But yeah, it is powerful. Uh, I'm curious to see how it all turns out. Uh, she's a... She, I like her work, so... I don't think it's going to be bad. No, I mean, I think regardless, I just think it's a good, it's our story. Not just, I mean, it's not like my, my story, story, right? but it's a story of our people. people and it's right, a story right. that, and they're big, I guess the bigger thing is like, because there are other, people, still who, there are other people who are still in jail. This day, right, yeah. right. And this is like, like recently, a football player, uh, I can't think of the man's name, um, but he. He's at Baylor. Yeah, yeah, he got off because the girl, like, wrongly accused so him. Like, deleting phone conversations. Right. Uh, like that. And, and he could have went to the NFL. And he would have got drafted in the NFL, and, and he didn't because this was. A because of a false accusation and this stuff like this, it, like, especially in the era of Me Too, that we have to thoroughly investigate these issues. We have to understand that it's both. It's two sides, right? Two and, I, and I think, and I think we can do both. Where it's like a thing of where you take it, you take everything seriously, but you investigate it seriously. As exactly, well. and that's the problem with these memes and gifs and stuff that's going on. We joke too much as a culture. Like for real, bro. We gotta cool out. We gotta get together and take this stuff serious because. <laughs> 
R. Kelly should not be circulating the internet in the way that he is circulating the internet. I personally feel. Um, before we wrap up, it's still when the history month. I mentioned you want to spotlight anybody. Um, uh, my mama. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Nah, shout out to black women. You know what I'm saying? Uh, especially just black women in general. I can't think about nobody off the top of my head, but uh, you know this Congress. We have to recognize that is the most women elected to Congress. Yeah, most diverse ever. And most diverse. Uh, so that's that's cool. Shout out to them. Shout, Shout out, out to our long uh, two black women that are running in Chicago. Yeah, right? no. You wanna talk about that? Oh yeah, we should, we posted this on yeah. the um we posted this on IG. So it's two black women uh running and it's gonna be historical. Uh, either way it's a win. Right, it's a win. Shout out to them. So yeah, shout out to them. That's a good thing. Uh, I'm trying to do my little quick backer real quick of like pulling up their names so we can know exactly who they are. We apologize. <laughs> uh, so oh yeah, Tony Prinkwinkle and Lori Lightfoot. Uh, so they're running for mayor in Chicago. So, That's huge. That is huge. Yeah, especially by a city that's mainly black and Latino. Right. And this will be the first count. black mayor in No, 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 no. First no. black female mayor. First female black mayor. female mayor. We had uh, Harold Washington back in the day. Okay. Harold Washington was the first black mayor of Chicago. That's no. Lamar with the Chicago history beat. You know what I'm saying? Keep that on deck. Yeah, we keep y'all. We keep it. We let you know what's really going on. And on that note, this has been episode 26. We'll be back. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, yeah. all that. Most importantly, subscribe on Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. We're big time. We're already on you your iPhone. If, We're already there. If you need your um, clothing line promoter, you need your guy name. Hey, hit us up. Let us know what you need. We support y'all. We're trying to do this for the culture, but <laughs> We'll do it for $1 cash. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow.